president and I want to wish every American a very Merry Christmas. During the sacred season, Christians celebrate the greatest miracle in human history. More than 2,000 years ago, God sent his only begotten son to be with us. An angel announced the birth of our Lord and Savior to humble shepherds. He said, I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all of the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. At Christmas, we thank God for sending us his son to bring peace to our souls and joy to the world. As you know, this Christmas is different than years past. We are battling a global pandemic that has affected all of us. Yet, through this great challenge, we have been inspired by the kindness and courage of citizens across this country. Teachers have worked extraordinarily hard to keep our children learning. Students have delivered groceries to elderly neighbors. Communities have found new ways to stay connected to one another. Courageous first responders, doctors, and nurses have given everything to save lives. Brilliant scientists have developed treatments and vaccines. We are delivering millions of doses of a safe and effective vaccine that will soon end this terrible pandemic and save millions and millions of lives. We're grateful for all of the scientists, researchers, manufacturing workers, and service members who have worked tirelessly to make this breakthrough possible. It is truly a Christmas miracle. During this wonderful time of year, we also give thanks for the brave and selfless Americans who keep us safe. We are forever grateful for the men and women of law enforcement and the heroes of the United States military. In this holy season, we thank God for his infinite love, and we pray that the light of his glory will forever shine on this magnificent land. On behalf of Melania and the entire Trump family, we wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Quarter. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. I hope that you are enjoying your holiday and uh, your Christmas with your family and you're not worried about the uh, fake pandemic COVID virus. I hope that if you are in a blue state where they're trying to restrict you, hope you broke all the rules this time around and celebrated because we only have one life to live and you never know when your last day is. So you might as well spend it with your loved ones and not let this tyrannical government try to tell you otherwise. Um, Dr. Fauci has been in the news as of recent. One, he was complaining about not being able to spend time with his family during the holidays. And it is ironic because it's his policies why people are being told not to spend time with their family members or being socially distant. Or like that nursing home in Italy where you get to hug your loved one through plexiglass. That's real comforting. That's got to feel good on the holidays. You go to hug grandma and she sticks her arms through a couple of holes and tries to pat you on the back a little bit. That's real, you know, cold and unfeeling. (laughs) I mean, these people are unbelievably stupid. 
Um, but anyways, Dr. Fauci is not happy that he can't spend time with his family. However, I do remember that his uh, nephew and I believe it was his brother were criticizing him for basically screwing up America. And uh, I don't know if they want to spend a whole lot of time with him anyways. That's just me talking. I can't verify that. But being that they said what they said about him a few months ago, he may not be welcome to Christmas dinner. Also, Mr. Fauci has openly admitted that he lied to us once again. Not a big surprise. Okay, He's been lying. He's been back and forth the whole time this entire pandemic has been going on. He originally lied about masks, saying first that they don't work and it's not necessary to buy them. Then going full bore saying they do work. Then they're telling you to not buy the N95 masks, which are the only ones that supposedly really work. I would like to point out once again, though, that through all their wisdom or Dr. Fauci's wisdom, supposedly, uh, masks are not as effective as he says they are, regardless of what anybody thinks. California is literally getting punished right now with the virus, and uh, they are at 96% mask compliance. It goes up and down a little bit week to week, but they're always above the 90% threshold of people using masks. So being that you're at least in the 90% range, you should be dwindling the virus away, and I've said this before, but instead it's raging through your communities. But Fauci decided to tell us now that he was lying once again, and originally he came out with a statement saying that if we do get a vaccine, it would require 80% of people to take the vaccine to acquire herd immunity. Okay, He has moved the goalpost now once again. Now he's saying it should be more like 85 to 90% of people need to take the vaccine. So I guess they're hearing the uproar of people like yourself and me and whoever else that say we're not taking that. So now they're moving the goalpost to encourage more and more people to take the vaccine. Uh, vaccine. It's all for financial gain. When you begin to look into these companies and see who's on the board of directors, who have special interests in these companies, you start to get the bigger picture. Not to mention, hate to be a naysayer, but the CDC did just come out with another warning if you're taking the vaccine. They're now saying men should consider freezing their sperm because the vaccine does tend to damage the male reproductive system or potentially could let me say, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> I got plenty of kids. So if you damage mine at this point, I'm good. I've had my kids. But I'm sure there's a lot of people who would still like to have a family. And to just know that taking a vaccine could potentially damage that and start weighing out your options. Should I take it? Should I not? Would I ever like to have another one of me or possibly, you know, find the woman I love and me and her have a nice family together and have a couple kids running around and especially like this time of year running around a Christmas tree and they're all excited tearing open their gifts and just their smile warms your heart or do I want to be sterile from a vaccine that is really vaccinating me from something that has a survival rate of uh what was it again oh yeah 99.7 percent yeah I'll take my chances I'm good I'll get sick Feeling pretty healthy these days. Think I could shake it right off. Not too worried about it. Maybe it'll beat me up a little bit. But again, I'm not too worried about it. But Fauci wants me to be worried about it. But Fauci, he's been lying since the beginning. 
So I'm not really interested in anything that that man has to say at this point. He has lost total credibility with me. And you could take that vaccine and shove it where the sun don't shine for all I care. Okay. Uh, Not to mention, I'm not too sure any of these people are taking a vaccine. Uh, I've said this multiple times on podcasts. I'm not a big conspiracy theorist. However, when Dr. Fauci is on TV getting a vaccine where he's getting a shot in his left arm, and then when he's on an interview saying that he still has a little bit of pain and he rubs his right arm, it starts to make you wonder. Just like Nancy Pelosi, when she went to get her shot, it looked like the top of the needle wasn't even off, so they didn't shoot her with anything. Then you had that other nurse, uh, which was a male nurse, out of, I think it was Texas, I want to say it was Texas, uh, I might, my memory might not be serving me correctly right now, but anyways, the other nurse, he looks like they just stuck needle in him for fun because it didn't look like anything was in the syringe. So... I mean, you start to really wonder, are these people actually getting shots or are they just telling you to get the shots and they're trying to act like, oh, look, we did it. Oh, and they think we're stupid enough that we're not catching all these little, you know, tiny tidbits around that. You just say, whoa, 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 whoa. There's nothing in that syringe. You didn't even push down on it. So you didn't even get a shot. But it looks like once again, they think we're pretty stupid and we don't catch on to those things. A little bit of interesting news. This is just going to be a little fun fact. It's not so political. I'll get into something a little more political after this, but, uh, Bo Snurdly, if you don't know who Bo is, you probably don't listen to Rush Limbaugh. And if you don't listen to Rush Limbaugh, I would definitely encourage you to, uh, but Bo Snurdly did post from the daily mail UK that, uh, they potentially found a nail from Christ's crucifixion. It was found in a Czech monastery in like a hidden room. They got some images and pictures of it. If you could check it out yourself, it's it's, it's a cool little article. It's uh, the DailyMailUK.com. You should check it out, read it. They also found some other artifacts there. Um, the nail looks painful. So if that's the nail that they did put Jesus to the cross, he did really suffer for us in the end for us to be here today. And it's sad to see how brutal these people were to him back then, but society was much more brutal back then. So it's, I guess, not real surprising, but, but a real interesting article, really neat how they found it, why they found this little secret stash under the monastery and they protecting a lot of artifacts from thieves. And so they hid them away and sealed it in there. So it's, it's a pretty little neat, fun article, especially around Christmas time. It gives you a little bit of hope. You know, I, I'm a firm believer. I always have been. I've seen things in my life, uh, whether it be on TV or in my personal life, that there is no scientific explanation for, that it can only be divine intervention. And I, so I, I'm a firm believer. I find these things interesting, and I like that they continue to find stuff like this. I know there was an article I read, it was probably a year or so ago, or maybe two years ago, that they found uh, King David's temple. So it just continues to prove, it's like, almost like God's little hints that he's throwing at you that prove that the Bible is what I believe it is and what hundreds of millions of people believe it is as well. So if you get a chance, check that article out. I think you'll enjoy it. It's just a little fun one for the holidays. Also, Laura Logan posted an article from the uh, Washington Examiner, a study that finds 84% fewer hospitalizations for patients treated with the controversial drug hydroxychloroquine. There it is. Trump was right all along, but the Democrats, the mainstream media, the extreme leftists, they'd rather allow you to die 
then do anything that Trump suggests, even if he is right. And in this case, he was actually right. But God forbid you make it available for people to get this drug very easily to take it as a preventative measure, especially with how long the drug has been around. It's been around for what, half a century? And it's deemed extremely safe with very minimal side effects, regardless of what the fake news media tells you. Why can't we just take it? You know, it's over the counter in other countries, but we're not allowed to have it. Us being the example for the rest of the world, us with the best medical care, uh, everything that we have, we're not allowed to take it only because Trump said so. Okay. If Trump would have said hydroxychloroquine, ah, that don't work. That's crap. Don't, don't take that. Don't, don't even look at it. You know, the mainstream media would have said, oh my God, this is the, this is the drug that'll save everybody. You got to take it. It would have been great if he did a little reverse roll on him, you know, in a pretend world and just said it right, man, you just, you don't want to take that one. And then the mainstream media goes, yeah, 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 yeah. And we could have, you know, flipped the script and everybody could have took it ahead of time and not gotten sick. So once again, Trump was right and they were wrong. Well, the Supreme Court also let us down again. You know, Supreme Court, they are nothing short of another extension of the left. They agreed to hear the challenge Trump's lawyers put forth uh, regarding Pennsylvania. Yeah, they're going to hear it two days after Inauguration Day. What good would it do then? It will do no good then. It's a waste of time, so why even bother? At that point, just turn it down. Instead, it's a slap in the face. Joe Biden's probably doing a jig. Well, that is stretching the imagination a little bit. I don't think that guy can do anything that good. The jig would be pushing it, but Joe Biden's at least, you know, drooling on himself, nodding with kind of a smile when he saw that because, hey, that gives him a free pass. He'll go through Inauguration Day, and then Trump will get his day in court, and then what does it do for us after that? Nothing. So the big day that we're looking forward to is January 6th. January 6th is where Mike Pence steps up to the plate. I do believe Mike Pence will do what he is supposed to do when you have all these people from the House and the Senate uh, challenge the electoral votes and it goes down to Pence to either toss them out or keep them. I think Pence will toss them out. There is some chatter going around and I'm not sure if people are trying to you know, misinform other people or use scare tactics saying Pence won't do the right thing. Pence is a swamp creature. I don't see how that is a smart move for Pence, even if he was to be a swamp creature. The reason being, if you don't do the right thing, your political career is over. You just literally committed political suicide. There is no more Mike Pence. The 80 million plus of us that voted for Donald Trump, I know they say 75, but let's be honest, we all know that it's way more than that, so I'm going to go with 80 plus. The 80 million plus of us that voted for Trump You think that we're going to vote you in anywhere else? You're done. It's over. (laughs) You ain't doing nothing else. Now, on the other hand, you stand in there like a man and you take care of Trump like you're supposed to do and show the loyalty to fight this thing to the end. Then Trump gets four more years. And guess what? Pence wants to run in 2024. He would stand a real good chance of getting elected because everybody'd say, no, when it was tough, he stood in there. So that'll be our guy. So I, I just, I see a lot of disinformation going on that Pence is not going to do this. Pence is not going to do that. 
I don't know about all that. I mean, even Linwood is questioning him. Again, I think you go that route as Pence, you literally have just committed political suicide and your career is over. So I don't think the man is that stupid unless he's just totally tired with politics and just doesn't care at this point and is just wanting to help the left out, which again, why bother you help the left out? You go into retirement. Um, your money's going to be worth nothing because they're going to implement all these socialist policies and we're going to have what hyperinflation money won't be worth anything. They're going to redistribute wealth. So they're going to tax the hell out of you. You're not going to be worth nothing. So you ain't retiring. You're not going to enjoy your retirement. You're going to be 60 something years old and you're going to have to go back to slaving to just make ends meet and put food on the table. So I, I, again, I really don't think that's the way it's going to go, you know, prove me wrong, but that's where I'm at with that one. Uh, Franklin Graham tweeted out something, and uh, I'd like to read it. I think it's appropriate for the times. He says, I would like to ask you to especially pray for our nation and our president this weekend. Pray that God's hand will be on the president and that he would give him the wisdom in the coming days and pray that God would spare our nation from the evil that is before us. We have a lot going on. Christmas will be behind us. And New Year's may be ahead of us, but even bigger than New Year's is going to be January 5th and January 6th. The Georgia runoff, which you know we must win those Senate seats. Regardless of what's going to happen on the 6th, let's take care of the 5th first. Get out and vote, Georgia. Go red. Go strong. Make sure we don't put these radicals in the Senate because that will be the death kiss for America. Go down swinging. Don't not show up because you're upset with the way the election went. It is better to go down fighting and doing all that you can than it is to just lay back and say, "Eh, it's rigged. It's never going to go my way anyways. I'm not going to I'm not going to bother." Because believe me, if you don't think that's the mind state they want you to be in, that is exactly where they want you to be at. Everybody's watching this race. This one's going to be watched in Georgia, particularly more closely than the presidential race could have ever been watched. So get out and vote. Let's get that one in the bag and we're done there. Then we'll worry about the sixth. There's a big march going on. I surely do wish I could travel up there to do it. I would love to be in DC March and unfortunately I will not be able to. It would be, oh, it would really be an amazing moment. I wish I could. If you're anywhere in the area, Get out there, support our president, support the country. It is that important. This was a fast one for me today. It felt like it went by pretty quick. That'll about do it for me. I uh, hope you like what you hear. If you do, tell some people about me. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N. I'm also uh, on Parlor Joe Little. And if you'd like to reach out to me at Gmail, it is L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N at gmail.com. God bless. Have a good night. Once again, Merry Christmas, and I'll see you Tuesday.